Sis, if we could just recognize that finding our glow is going to take Holy Spirit leading us to look inside at the gifts he's already given us in small acts of faith and obedience to walk in total victory from a place of insecurity to security in our God ordained purpose. We could just glow through life beautifully. guys i have on the line anita with ready wraps my loving 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 cousin all the way from california she just bought her house out there i don't remember what town she's in but she's a little ways away from modesto but i'm gonna add her here on the line and she's just gonna be talking y'all because this wasn't pre-recorded i just threw her in there like girl i'm about to record this is good so anyway she's going to be explaining her journey so this is anita with ready wraps and she is going to just talk to me and share her testimony and she wanted you guys she gave permission that you guys can listen in to our conversation and on a later date i'll have her come in officially formally introduced the proper way so anyway here you go I think I said it a couple of times when we talked last time. I said when we talked last time, I think I was like, cousin, that's pride. When we were talking about your smile and the teeth and all that. I'm like, you probably think it's rejection, but no, it's pride because you want to have this certain image. You're not willing to be viewed in another kind of way. And that's not humility at all. But God is so good to be able to deal with us in a way where we could just hear him clearly and be like okay lord that's you you led me by the truth okay and by faith i'm gonna uh, apply this and i'm just gonna trust you and be obedient i had no i I, of course we all deal with a sense of pride but no tarnisha this is a real so so the thing that i sent you it says pride it was so interesting and it just because i was kind of in denial i'm like when god was giving it to me i'm like okay i'll probably be dealing with pride but i'm like humble i'm not prideful like i don't even because i'm looking at pride like that i'm looking at pride like you think you better and you you know and there's say, levels saying and how Satan wanted this is to, a backdoor you know, pride that you're dealing kind of pride, with right yeah no this pride? is a backdoor pride it's like a false humility Right, right, right. So, um, so I, I so that's why pride can never resonate with me because I'm looking at pride because it's so it was talking about how it was three different levels, three uh-huh. different types of pride, and it was saying, but this is the pride that comes from shame, Tarnisha. Uh-huh.
my gosh. And it said, when you are very shameful, then pride comes with that. And then, so I, you got to read it. It was so interesting. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what it is. And it was like, your shame has caused you to be prideful. And it's just, it's, it's not. And they try to say that shame, shame is the antidote for pride and pride is the antidote for shame. But it's really not because it's a two-headed toe. It's a two-sided coin. And I was like, what? So then they start breaking it down like shame and pride is both on the extreme of both ends. So if you shameful, then you believe lies about your past or whatever that's still you. So you're shameful. So that's why you kept having a dream about your past. And then on the other side, you think you pride. You think you're so better. You think you're competition. Oh, yeah. But it's that that. both are distorted truths about yourself. Yeah, you got a false reality, a false sense, a false sense of humility. But that makes sense why God gave you humble helpmate. And this is one thing that I'm, but listen, this is one thing that I'm realizing with the birthing of walking in my purpose and my ministry and my business right now is that God gives you a ministry that is you. But this is not for you to get the message and dish it out. Like this message have to be worked through you first so right now i'm just focusing on the message today is is the struggle really real or are you rejecting the move that god's trying to do in your life and so while (laughs) so yeah now i'm just focusing like lord okay so my problem is i'm telling people that it's best that you stay dwelling in the secret place so that way god can help you walk in faith and obedience and you can get the fulfillment of being victorious in your life but if you focus and you listen to the details of your past god will give you those truths right because there's deliverance in your details and if we pay attention to those hidden truths from the past it'll direct you to your audience of the future my future audience is women that has haven't heard the voice of God that is trying to fulfill their purpose. They want to feel seen. They want to be understood. They want to be heard. But all that you're looking for is within the dwelling place in God. He's going to give you that confidence you need to fulfill your purpose, give you clarity for the direction you're supposed to go and help you to walk by faith because that's what you're going to need. But once you can conquer the obedience and the faith walk, then the glory is going to shine from the inside out. So I'm like, God, I'm trying to prepare these messages. And he was like, no, I need you to let this resonate in you. So he had me go back and look at Psalms 91, he who dwelleth. Now you have to dwell means you're continuously remaining in this secret place. Like you can't leave from that, which means you have a lifestyle of continual fellowship with the father without a need to be seen or heard by others. This is a private prayer life of communion with the most high God, our Lord. So abiding means to accept the act accordance with the rule of um, the decision or recommendation. It was recommended to us to dwelleth in the presence of the most high God in secret because whatever you do in secret God is going to reward you openly so in the beginning of the the podcast it was saying that these testimonies will help you to be able to be seen and heard but it just gives you a place to have a platform to just get this out but as you pay attention to those details God will show you why you're holding on to these certain things from the past so I was just like man I'm struggling with this whole stillness and not doing anything where God is bringing me to a season of rest and in a season of resting that's where you can dwell in the secret place you have to rest to do that but see I'm so used to being busy 
busy moving and grooving and, and, and working and uh, uh, servicing, God is saying, you don't have to do anything but trust and know that I'm God. And Nita, it is so hard for me to trust because I'm so used to be having to prove that I'm worthy. But with God, you don't have to prove anything. You know what I'm saying? So he took me back to the fact like when I was younger, my mom had me get up early at 5 a.m. and I need to get up and clean up everything. I need to get dressed and get ready for the day. But everything that I did, it seemed as if it wasn't good enough. It had to be perfect. So God has been revealing in my heart that need for perfection to where it's got me working, working, working. But then he's like, do you know that the devil will have you busy doing good things that take you out of my presence? So I'm like, I'm not doing anything bad. I'm trying to bring extra income into the house and all these things. He said, no, you don't trust me and I'm like well what do you mean I do I'm trying to, to, to be able to be a helping hand to my husband but really what I'm doing is taking the accountability away from him and not allowing God to move in his life the way that he needs to to be a provider that's not codependent on his wife to help make ends meet because it'll help if I get out the way and stop being codependent on him and, and trust the Lord it will help him to be able to lean on the Lord too how to be able to provide in a way where he know that his direction is coming from the Lord himself and he can be more responsible and he can make the right investments and he can um, be a good steward over the money and all those kind of things. Right. So I'm like, Gord, well, what do I have to do with my husband? He was like, well, I'm making the whole household be out of order because my job is to be centered in the dwelling place of the most high God. So he can give me instructions on how to minister to the provider, which is my husband over the house, how to minister to my children my role of a wife is to be in the house and to set the foundation maybe this is not the role for everyone else but in the season where I'm at I keep on saying God the struggle is real I don't got no money coming in all these things I want to get this I want to get that I want to go here I didn't already you know started some things and I don't know where the money coming in he's like okay but be still and know that I'm God and trust that I'm going to take care of all your needs according to my riches and glory. Haven't I not already done it from you? And I'm like, yeah, God, you did it, but no. But he said, no, I haven't done it. Because see, you've been walking in disobedience and rebellion and rejecting the move that I have for your life. See, a couple years ago, when I told you to sit your butt down and go through this healing journey, you got up because things got too hard pressed in your house. But when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against all evil but see when the enemy came in like a flood what did you do i ran i went and got a job and that took my mind off the dwelling in the secret place i wasn't taking my issues unto the lord what you're going through in your marriage is in, in trusting God and trying to, it looks it, it, a lot of women are going through the same thing, but the lesson is different that's your lesson, is for you to see in a different place, and even though I'm going through something similar because and to trust like, God though, with my life and da, 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 da. it's like but my, now God is showing me you prideful, you think you better you think you know all the answers you think, and I'm not thinking that I'm thinking <laughs> no but that's what I think. That's exactly what I'm thinking. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And even now, God is showing me since God re 
revealed to me certain shit that is pride when I um like yesterday what happened yesterday something happened yesterday right and in my and in my mind I made it all about me but it wasn't even about me it was about Chris and God highlighted that to me like you see that's prideful a prideful person always think about himself and I and I'm like and even and you know a lot of this is internal Tanisha it's in my mind it is and, think, and it's false humility because I will think that since I'm not speaking on these things I'm humble I'm being humble no. but no this is what's in your heart yes you're not dealing with it oh, you really about you saying you humble so you're not dealing with it but really you don't want to argue with your husband listen you don't argue with your husband then it ain't gonna be no peace in your home and then when it ain't peace in your home you gonna be crying and you can't focus on what you need to do so it still is all about you and listen I'm like, oh out of the heart the issues of life flows out of the heart okay god will search the deep things the deep deep things of god he will reveal it reveal it to us um with by the spirit and so he's showing me you see you see that that's pride you see that it's pride i'm like god and it's so crazy listen so this week I've been really battling with the stillness. I'll give God 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And I'm like, God, it is so crazy because after I pushed through the podcast, God was really like, it started to really, that word really started to work with me. Like, oh, you just going to encourage everybody else to do it. But I'm calling you to be still. I'm calling you to act on faith. I'm calling you to be obedient. I'm calling you to be led by Holy Spirit. So mind you, I'm trying to go to school for lashing. I still got to get, you know, my monies together to continue to pay for it. I still have to get materials for my lash training as I'm training. And I've been having this puppy fever right and so I can't get it out of my mind I'm like I'm a stay-at-home mom now I finally found my dream dog I really want to get it my birthday's coming up and I'm also going to this core group um retreat with the the mentorship that I'm online with and I I, yeah it in October from I'm gonna be gone from the 11th yeah from the 11th to the 18th but I still gotta have gas money and food and I was like I want an extra pocket change just in case but I don't have a job and I'm so used to to like you know having my money set up and everything but now I have to ask my husband so I'm like Lord he brought me back to the reason why that I don't want to ask my husband for anything I feel like a burden like I'm asking for too much but this comes back to my mindset or how I feel like I'm not worth anything and I should not be asking for nothing so I'd rather just do it myself why because I've never had anybody do anything for me and so I became self-sufficient and that independent woman while trying to be a submissive of wife that don't work together so but also feeling this void like I need to feel this void in my life because I feel like there's not I'm seeking God I'm praying I'm fasting I'm watching all these videos I'm trying to get information but I still feel like the joy of the Lord is not there like I'm not sad but and I don't feel like I'm happy either because I know happiness is equated to what's happening. There's nothing really happening. So I feel like, you know, I'm just going through life. You know, I'm just going. But right. I'm like, God, but I want that joy that regardless of what's happening in my life, no matter what I buy, what I receive, what I do, no matter what, I have that joy that is my strength. But I feel like my flesh feels very vulnerable and open right now and I'm like God what is it what is it and I'm trying to figure out what is it that I need and I'm just like feeling like I need to cry okay so then I'm praying and talking to God about it and then 
last night I went to sleep listening to um, this prophet called Lovi, which he very he challenges my mind so much. Uh, he's on a whole nother level, but. And then I also was like searching out the puppies, right? And so I'm like looking and looking and looking. I'm just like in love crying, watching them. I've never had this type of thing. So I'm like, God, why am I so emotional about these puppies? And I'm wanting the this for comfort though, I feel like. I, I want it wanted for comfort so that I can have, you know, something around me that I could just love on and hug on and all these things. You know, I'm sending my kids to school, doing the whole mom life thing, cleaning, cooking, everything's perfect here, working on my stuff. But I'm like, I still feel like there's something missing. So God was like, um, I feel like Holy Spirit revealed to me because this is all emotional. You're being moved by your emotions. And that's why I want you to steal yourself because I'm not in that. So then he, after prayer this morning, he reminded me of the dream I had last night, which was really faint because I don't really dream. Because I was at an all-you-can-eat buffet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I already know you just got a whole revelation just from that. Uh, it's, no, it's crazy because I had I had a I had a dream and it had to do with with some eating. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I was at an all you can eat buffet. We were getting ready to be seated, and so it, it remind you, I feel like oh I don't dream, you know, but when I do dream, I know it's the Lord because I was like trying to tell my mom about this dream this morning, and I began to feel the presence of the Lord, and I started to cry, and I'm like I think I interpreted myself, but because I'm not a dreamer, I'm learning, and then I went to the dream book but anyway um so in the dream we were at an all-you-can-eat buffet i believe my whole family was there and i was sitting down waiting to be seated this lady came out was like uh-uh i'm leaving because usually i come here and eat all the time but today i had to talk to the manager because all the food is old is dried out and i had to scoop my meat off the top of my food um because it was crunchy like you know how you leave food out open and it's like crunchy and dried out and you can't eat it and she was like so i'm leaving i'm not about to eat this mess they need to get this figured out they're using it this way and so i'm like okay so me and Daryl walks to the buffet and of course we walking around and yes it's a mess there's stuff missing it's all picked over and it's dried out and so I end up seeing this thing it was like a bread breaded thing that had like meat like ground beef on it and I was like I think this is what she was talking about Daryl's like yeah I think that's the thing that she was talking about where you have to scrape the meat off the top because it's crunchy so I was like I'm not eating that and so I found um, I was looking for French toast specifically. I didn't find the French toast, so I settled for waffles because there was nothing else that I can get to eat. And then I went back to my seat and um, Daryl's mom and his sister was there, but his sister was in my seat. So I told her to scoot over and I was sit I sat down and I began to explain. So this lady was leaving, you know, on our way in and said all the stuff was like dried out, picked over, whatever. But we still went to see if we can find something in it. Girl, all I found was some uh, waffles because the French toast, I couldn't find no French toast. But I guess you can see and find whatever it is that you might want to get, you know, from the food. And then I woke up because my alarm went off for prayer. So now I'm like explaining this to my mom, but as I'm explaining it, I begin to cry because I'm like, mom, I feel like the food represented like the word of God. I'm trying to eat. I'm at a buffet, so I'm like trying to self-serve myself all these different right. foods, but I couldn't find anything because it was too messy. There was nothing, you know, there was things missing. Then this was old and dried out. It had been left there for a minute. So I just settled for what I thought would be satisfying to me, which was some breakfast, you know, some breakfast food. So I was like, mom, I feel like I'm in a place where I'm trying to consume all that I can for God. There's this void that I'm 
I'm trying to fill because I feel like no matter how much I'm consuming, it's not filling the void. I don't feel that joy. And so I start crying. I said, something's off within me. No matter how much praying and speaking in tongues and Bible scriptures I'm reading and books that I'm reading for references and videos and mentorships, I'm like, mom, something is just not enough. I really want God and I feel like I'm not getting it. So I settled for something sweet. You know what I mean? And so she was like, girl, I think you're getting a revelation. I think you didn't uh, interpret it there. And I was like, yeah, but I don't understand. There was just nothing that I could eat off of. And so I settled. But then when I settled for it, I don't remember myself eating it in a dream. But then I woke up. So I talked to my friend, my homegirl Heidi, and she was like, girl, a buffet, you self-serve. And it's all that you can eat. Are you eating from multiple places? I said, yeah, I watch a, yeah. I, I watch a couple different people. And, and she was you, like... And, you, and what it's saying is you're doing that. It's saying you're doing that. A buffet is somewhere where you you self-serve so you're feeding yourself trying to be full but instead of you letting god feed you you feeding yourself girl so what is god feeding you because you feeding yourself so how can you decipher which one is god feeding because i'm not waiting on nobody at the at the buffet i mean as much as i can as much as i want however i want i'm not waiting on, on the on the uh on the uh waiter and listen, you should when be you because ain't God telling you, see, yes, you rest he's telling me to but wait. The buffet, just eat. See, but I and I was waiting to be served. I mean, waiting to be seated mm. at a all. I was waiting to be seated at the all you can eat buffet. So someone is gonna usher me to the seat, right? But I don't. I don't think we ever got ushered. We just went straight to the buffet after the lady went left to see what it is that I could find. So I was like, Lord, okay. So I'm eating them all. So my friend said, uh, why are you eating from all these different plates or all this different food? Why are you trying to get from all these different foods? The first thought that I thought was overindulgence, right? Because mm -hmm. you, why do you need all you can eat for? You need to get a portion and, and eat off that portion and, 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 and glean from that, digest that, and then apply that nutrition that you get from that portion unto your life and so i was like "Ooh, friend i think that the lord is telling me i'm trying to consume too many different type of foods that is getting so much information i'm not able to receive it and apply it the way i need to so now god is telling me to be still and know that i'm god i feel like i'm kicking and screaming and crying and oh let me get to work over here and let me start this over there and i already know from previous times that this is rejecting what God is doing. And I keep feeling like I'm struggling. No, the struggle ain't real. You're rejecting the move that I'm trying to do in your life because you're trying to consume all these different things. And I'm saying just consume the bread of life and eat the meat of the food. That's what, what represented that piece of bread that had the meat in it. But I have to scoop off the old and get to the new. You can't pour old, I mean, new wine into old wineskins or it's going to burst out. And so I'm like, right. okay, God, you are really gathering me right now. I'm about to throw this whole entire phone and so she was like girl that's something right there because it resonates to me so I was like let me go to the dream book and see what's going on because I don't want to overindulge and cousin that's spot on and and this was before I even went to the book the revelation that's it that's man right and before I went to the book I'm like God 
help me because I don't want to overindulge and be eating from all different doctrines. That's how you end up being tossed to and fro with every wind and every doctrine. But I want to be led by the Holy Spirit and, and to seek you in the, in the dwelling place and to be still so I can walk by faith and not by sight what I'm seeing, lack of money, or I don't got this puppy, or I haven't started my business yet and everybody seem like they got their business going. No, I'm telling you to be still so I can lead you and guide you by my spirit, which is going to be all truth. You don't have to worry about it and you won't be confused. Baby, I don't want you to be confused. Come to me. I feel like you're heavy laden. You're worried. You're burdened down. Learn of me and I will give you the rest for your soul. So I'm like, girl, I can't. I'm going to have to like really sit down. But I'm like, okay, let me go to the book and just see. And so I went to um, breakfast. And so under breakfast. But I can hear you still, cousin. Okay, so under breakfast, it says a new day or a new beginning. And so I'm like, okay, let me do. Let that that know what you're doing, and I'm going to hit you. Right. So it says uh, a new day or a new beginning. And it took me to first, I mean, it took me to John 21 and 12. Let me see if I can pull it up and read it real quick because this really confirmed that what I felt when I was like trying to explain the dream. I'm like, okay, God, this is why I love your word. I love you, Holy Spirit, because you're a yes. leader and guider of all truth. Like it's crazy. You, he will not leave you ignorant. He will not oh, leave you. So good. That's why we ain't got no excuse. That's why he said you are with without excuse. Man. Because it's like, I showed you. He so, will not leave you nor forsaken you. You, you, you gotta be doing all of that i I showed you so crazy look so i go to breakfast because i settled for breakfast right so it says it's a new day or a new beginning uh john 21 and 12 so john 21 and 12 in new living's translation is easier to understand it says now come have some breakfast jesus said no uh, uh, no one of the disciples dared to even ask him who are you because they knew that it was the lord who, I knew that it was the Lord that gave me that dream. I knew it was right. God saying, listen, it's a new beginning. Yes, come eat this breakfast and come consume me. B- the breakfast is the first thing you come, you eat in the morning. You break your fast and you come right into what? Communing with the Lord right. in the morning. So this is right. why he's been dealing with me on getting up early and consume me first. Break your fast with me. Right. <laughs> Break your fast with yes, me and I will Lord. lead you into the place that you need to be. I need you to understand that. See, you're consuming some things that I need you to put down all these things and stay focused on the task at hand. So then the next one, I went to eating and it says, I, I mean, I went to eating and it says to be satisfied. And so I'm like, okay, I want to live a righteous life. I feel unsatisfied and oh I want to live righteously. Because I'm leaving and Christians got here and I'm trying to, I, I got to spend But hold it. We're going to continue this because he just pulled up and I'm leaving like in an hour and I don't want to be on the phone while this is my last hour spilling. So I love you and I'll call you. Pray for me on this on this whole thing I'm going to and see if God can give me clarity and just a greater understanding, okay? Amen. Okay, love you. Love you too. Bye. I'm seeing dust. I saw. I w- okay, guys. So as you can see, those are how my conversations go with my cousin. Now I'm gonna finish off this dream with you guys and let you know. So the next one that I was gonna explain to her was eating. I wanted to be satisfied. I feel like 
I'm leaning more towards, you know, not more towards, but I know that I want to live a righteous life and I feel unsatisfied and I want to eat to where the voids are filled and I'm fully walking in the power and the fullness of God. And that's just my heart's desire. This is what um, my writing is all about. Me, you know, writing for clarity and healing and looking back at why I do some of the things that I do because I want the Lord to guide me so that I don't fall into temptation. I don't fall into the sins of my past and that I'm pleasing to him. I want him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant, not depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. When he tells them I never knew you, like we didn't have relationship. We didn't have communion. And I want to commune with the Lord. I want him to know me, you know? Well, he knows me, but I want to know him like he know me. Amen. So the next scripture that it took me to in this dream book was Proverbs 13 and 25. So if I go to Proverbs 13 and 25, it says, the godly eat to their hearts are content, but the belly of the wicked goes hungry. Man, that spoke to me. I know that I'm a woman of God and I'm trying to eat to where my heart is content. So now I'm eating the word of God right now as I'm speaking to you guys. I'm searching out the scriptures and I'm eating till my heart feels satisfied. I feel satisfied because I know that the Lord God has spoken to me through this dream. And I'm not a dreamer. I always say that I don't dream a lot, but I have a couple of dreaming friends and my cousin cousin is a dreamer as well. And um they always tell me everybody dreams you're just not remembering or the enemy is snatching it away so I'm just like Lord thank you so much for confirming in my dream that I was going in the wrong direction um, going about consuming your word and your information the wrong way turn around let's go the other direction so I'm just so grateful I'm so grateful that God will not leave you nor forsaken you or in a place where you just cannot you know, get right. God is going to get you right all the way right. If he has to gather you by the throat, okay, he will snatch you. And that's just metaphorically speaking, you know what I'm saying? But he will gather your mind and he will get you. And I mean, it snatches you. Get your life, get your life right, girl. I'm trying to get mine right. Anyways, (laughs) it's important to definitely discern the spiritual season of the call that's on your life. And it's so crazy. There's different seasons in your walk with God. There's a spiritual winter. There is a spiritual spring. There is a spiritual summer. And we need to know what season we are in. There's a spiritual fall. And you need to know where you're at. And this is a time where you sit down and you really meditate with the Lord. And you say, God, show me what season I am in. What will you have for me to do? I am your servant and I am listening and posture and position yourself in a place where you can hear from God. Like you don't want to be in a season in your life where you don't know where God is directing you. Should you go left, right? Should you stop? Should you go? Should you speak? Should you hold your tongue? Hold your peace? Should you move? Should you buy? Should you sell? We need to know like we know like we know that the Lord has spoken and what he is calling you to do because we want our purpose and our destiny to be fully fulfilled. Okay, that's how the glory of God is revealed in your life where others will want to know where you got your glow. And when you're finding your glow, it's going to take faith, obedience, and the glory of God will shine through. Do you hear me? 
So guys, that is going to wrap up the podcast for today. Um, I'm so grateful that you guys had took this time just to listen to me and stay tuned for the next one. I think I'm going to talk about the seasons, okay? The spiritual um, seasons that we're in. So stay tuned if you want to recognize and reveal to heal it what your spiritual season is. And if you pay attention to the details, There may be some deliverance that come out of that, okay? I love you guys. Have a blessed day. Until next time, glow through it, beauties. Ah, I started my first podcast. Hey sis, welcome back to another episode of Glow Through It Podcast in the dwelling place where we have transparent conversations, sharing short testimonials on what it means to glow through life beautifully, reveal it to heal it. There's deliverance in your details. If we pay close enough attention to the hidden truths from our past, it'll direct you to the audience of your future. I'm your host, Tarnisha Sherell from glowthroughbeauty.com giving women the tools needed each week to show you how dwelling in the secret place gives you the confidence needed to fulfill your purpose and feel seen, heard, and understood, and most importantly, become more self-aware. Each week on Mondays, we'll drop a little short story. And on Thursdays, if the Lord is willing, I'll share a couple testimonies either from myself or a lovely guest, you'll get to learn these tools through impactful testimonies from myself and other women, as I just stated, just like you and me that has gone through the trenches and have found beauty for their ashes. Glory! Now let's glow through it. Sis, is the struggle really real or are you just rejecting the move God is trying to do in your life? (laughs) I'm going to let that sit there for a minute. My God, today, somebody better come get me. I'm about to throw this whole entirety phone. Is it just me or do you guys struggle with processing that God takes you through when he has you under construction for the purpose of transitioning you into a new season? You can literally feel God stretching you. It is most definitely uncomfortable. The most uncomfortable thing that I've ever experienced. Do you guys know that God did not call us to be comfortable? You can't grow in comfort. This is growing pains. Woo! Somebody say ouch. (laughs) When you start growing in the natural, you don't even realize it. Gradually, you just start realizing, I think I'm going through changes. And all these different emotional starts happening that is a good indication when you realize it, that you don't like the same things. You want to do your own thing. You want to do it your way, even though you know that you still need guidance, even though you think you know what you're doing, but you really don't. (laughs) That's how you know when you're growing. See, I have five kids. And so when I look at my babies, I definitely know when they're hitting different growth spurts from 
their baby stages of just sleeping all day, crying when they want milk and need a diaper change. And then from their toddler stage where they're throwing food because they no longer like macaroni and cheese, but they want to eat oatmeal all day, every day. They no longer like apples. Now they want strawberries. I can open it myself and they struggling. And I'm like, let me show you how to just open put, up the straw through the hole here and, and that's how you get the juice out the juicy no they want to do it themselves main word that they're always saying no mine mine i can do it mine leave me alone right that's how you know they're going through changes they are going through stages and so when you're trying to correct them and tell them don't tell me no just listen to what i'm telling you to do because you don't know what you're doing you just the baby or you're just the toddler or you're just the young little one okay just let me show you what to do because you don't know what to do i know what i'm doing can you just trust the process am i not your mama am i not your mama okay and they're like no <laughs> it's mine because they want to do it themselves because they're going through these changes and these growth spurts that makes them want to be more independent but they're not ready somebody say <laughs> they're not ready so what do you do when you need guidance and you're trying to grow and you're trying to learn you ask your parents for help right and you ask them for clarity some kids realize that they function better with structure and discipline and that kid usually obtains better results in life because they're willing to have instructions they're willing to apply the structure that's given they're willing to be disciplined in the things that you're teaching them because they realize that they need help and guidance to do things the right way now that's wisdom even the babies know I need guidance, okay? I am not in control. I surrender, okay? Because I know that you know what's best for me. How many of you guys know that your papa knows what's best for you? That mama knows best. The Bible talks about in Proverbs, number one, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge me, the Lord, and I will direct your path. He, the Lord, he will direct you. But then you have those stubborn babies. You know, babies, kids, <laughs> LOL. Does anybody, wait a minute, LOL. Does anybody remember that movie? We don't die, we multiply. Then babies, kids come in and tear up the whole entire town. I mean, the whole entire city is burnt to the ground. Those are those kids walking in rebellion, rejecting the move of God, making their own self-struggle. Can somebody say self-conflicted storms? <laughs> those are the ones that you don't want to come to the birthday party because you know they're about to be hanging from the chandeliers, trying to eat up all the snacks going in and out of your refrigerator, got the toilet paper roll coming all out of the bathroom. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Where are your mama at? Where is your daddy? Come on, them is baby's kids that's walking in their own self-destruction because they don't want to apply the rules and regulations to their life. Come on, somebody. This whole this is a whole word right here. If anybody else want to take over, please, you can take it from here because I need to take a whole several seats. My God. <laughs> they don't want to be corrected. They think they know everything, even though they keep bumping their heads over and over and over, just making a whole mess of things. I'm just over here shaking my head, y'all, because I can see myself. 
I can see myself. I have been there. I have done that. I've been them. I've been they. I have done that. Not saying that I'm a them or a they. Let me get that clear right now today. I'm a child of the most high God. I was birthed as a woman. I will stay a woman. There's no them and they in me. I'm just saying that I have been one of those <laughs> kind of baby kids that didn't listen to no correction. And can I tell you that I got in a whole bunch of trouble and I couldn't see my way out. But let me, let me, let me continue here. Okay. Cause I, I was going somewhere. I don't want to lose y'all cause I could get a little excited and a little sidetracked. But those of y'all that are listening and know me, y'all know how I do, but let me just bring it back real quick. They don't even want to be still these baby kids. They won't sit down and listen, you tell them, okay, sit down. Let me give you these instructions so you can go on to the next move, but they don't want to listen. They want to keep moving. They can't keep their hands still. They squirming and all the things. Listen, I've been there knowingly and unknowingly but why though why if you allow the holy spirit to lead you to your past and i mean lead you in a way where you don't stay there in the struggle and let that torment you but you allow holy spirit to take you back so you could take a look at your why 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 are you rebellious why can't you seem to listen just just what is it why Can't you seem to just listen? You need to be in a place where you can just trust and you can just know that eventually you will get bigger. Eventually, you will get to a place where you no no longer need the assistance from others, but the Holy Spirit can just guide you and lead you in a place of faith. You can walk by faith and not by sight, and you will no longer be in resistance. My God, my God, I love your word. (laughs) See, God is trying to position some of us in a, spe- in a place where we can get spiritual growth so we can grow up spiritually. Now, why you want to fight him? Now, why you want to fight me? Why, 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 why you want to fight me? Why you want to fight him, sis? You'll just end up spiritually retarded, lacking maturity. You don't want to be immature in the things of God. So then you'll be carried away with every wind, every doctrine, trying to eat from all these different plates. Come on now. God has been speaking to me this morning and it is just gathering my whole entire throat. I mean, yank. Come on. Have had several seats, Tarnisha, because right now I just can't. I don't want to be in a place of retardation spiritually and lacking maturity. I want to grow from glory to glory. I want to go from heights to heights. I want to swim in deeper depths. Can I please? Can you sit down? Can you listen to the Lord thy God? (laughs) See, because you're refusing to glow through life, in the training process, in the place where you lend your ear unto the Lord, where you lean in, incline thy ear unto me and let me guide you. That's what he keeps saying all day, every day. <laughs> He's trying to take you to a place where you could just grow and you could sprout and yield fruit in its season. The kind of fruit that someone else can eat from, glean from, and that this, it'll be nutritionist enough where they can take that fruit, eat on it, and that nutrition will help them walk through their life. Come on, somebody. My God. So look, when your babies are being taught by a parent, right? They just trust. And they can just watch you do what you do. 
to learn how they can eat properly, how to take their first steps, how to hold on to things without dropping them. But then you get, but then they get it right. They get it right. They start to walk on their own, but they stumble a little bit and then they get back up and then they walk a little bit more. They trying, right? They start learning how to pronounce words like ma or dad. But then they learn how to say it correctly. Now they need to go to kindergarten so they can be taught how the alphabets make out those sounds. Which alphabet make out the sounds ma or dad? The same thing with your walk with God. There's levels. There's levels to this, man. (laughs) You go... You go through those different levels. You grow from glory to glory and you need the right uh, teachings to help you grow and to get to those different higher heights and deeper depths. The Holy Spirit led me to John 14 and 26. And he said, the advocate, Jesus, I love your word. The advocate, the Holy Spirit, hmm, (laughs) hmm. Uh, John 14 and 26, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, will um the holy spirit whom the father has sent in my name will teach you all the things and will remind you of everything that i your lord god has said god i love your word he will never leave you nor forsaken you it's so crazy because when you'll just sit down still yourself and rest your little head down on papa's lap He will lead and guide you to what you need to know. You don't have to worry about anything. All you have to do is trust him and allow him to lead you. And right here in the word, it says it. The Holy Spirit has been left and or the Holy Spirit has been sent here from father to teach you all the things. He's going to teach you everything you need to know and everything that you've already read or you've known previously about the Lord thy God. He will bring it back to your remembrance so you don't have to worry about it. So your natural parents, spiritual parents, or you should have shown yourself, I mean, or or you should have learned or, or they should have taught you how to feed on biblical principles so you can digest it properly and you can have a foundation to stand on in time of transition like the one that i'm in trying to walk out your girl's purpose trying to sit still in the dwelling place because your girl's used to working i'm used to calling the shots i'm used to being in control i'm not used to being in a place of uh faith to this level of faith where i ain't got no money coming in and out sounding a little bit like a wilderness but how do you got how many of you guys know when you are in the wilderness you're led by Holy Spirit. He's not leaving you there. That's when Holy Spirit is the closest, but he's just waiting for you to depend on him. He's waiting for you to lean on him. My God, for that water, that living water. My God, he that hungers and thirsts for righteousness shall be for the field. Come and drink from the well that will never run dry. My God, my God. So in Psalms 46 and 10, it says, be still and know. Be still and know that I am God. That means don't make any sudden moves and trust and know that I am that I am the God of miracles, signs and wonders. I know you know the beginning from my end. 
Jesus Christ. I love your word. I didn't come on here to do a whole Bible study, but I did though, because I want to show you how to apply the word of God to every situation and how to glow through life with God. And this is a part of resting. This is exactly the way that you rest in him. This is how he gathered me this morning. I'm telling you, he gathered me all the way together. When I'm obedient, the key word is when I'm walking in obedience because your girl has been rebellious on accident, knowingly and unknowingly in times of my life. But see, I didn't know. I didn't know (laughs) that I was being disobedient until he revealed to me. And sometimes where I was supposed to be going through my healing journey and sitting here and leaning on him and, and learning from him, uh, I got up. I tried to speed through the process and try to lean to my own understanding. You got to let God be God. I got to let him be God. Y'all got to let him be God. He led me to the scriptures and um, it, it helped me to get get out of my emotions and get back on track. Listen, I was going somewhere with this. So, <laughs> God, I love your word. I had to get out of my flesh. I had to get out of my mind. I had to get out of my own way and stop working in my will. Because it's not my ways, Lord, it's your ways. It's not my will, but it's your will. And it's not my thoughts, but it's your thoughts. So, God, I say, have your way and let your will be done in my life. You got to be careful with these kind of prayers. Because, my God, when you think that you're about to do something, God said, that's not the way. It's a good idea, but it's not a good a God idea. And then he have you take several seats. I know y'all trying to figure out what I'm talking about. I'm trying to get to it. But right now I'm just trying to uh, minister to somebody that is battling your in-between place. You're coming coming from a place of where you were to, to a wilderness place to get to where you're at. It might cause you to do some fasting. It might cause you to push back your plate. And I mean only drinking water so you can crucify thy flesh to humble yourself because you don't want God to humble you and he got to take away that thing that you chasing. Oh my God. Oh my God. If he got to tap your money because oh God knows he's a jealous God and you shall put no other God before him. I mean not your job, not your cars, not your money, not that man. That's probably not your husband, not that woman. (laughs) That's not your wife. He wants you to trust him and put nothing else before him. And as soon as you start making an idol out of something, he will either let that thing swallow you because you're walking in rebellious and disobedience, or he'll let you come to the throne of grace and humble thyself and lay aside every weight that so easily besets you from getting into that secret place. My God, today, now I got a whole word and it's stirring up on the inside. I feel stirred in my spirit. I didn't think I was going to go here today. Y'all got to forgive me because I wasn't trying to let this be a long whole situation. But you know what? God's not playing with me or my shenanigans. Okay. He's literally not playing. There's something that he's trying to do. There's a place that he's trying to take me. There's an audience that's been waiting for my voice. There's a... (laughs) 
<laughs> there's an audience waiting for my voice and they needed to hear my testimony to get through. Well, I'm here, sis, to help you break through. I'm here, sis, to help you to get to the next, to get away from where you were into your future. Don't keep dwelling in the past to stay in torment, but I want you to get back there with the Holy Spirit and let him heal that wound and to catapult you to your future. Because guess what? You got an audience that's waiting for you too. Yeah, you do. You're worthy. You're already equipped. I need you to look inside and use what you already got. You ain't got to save up. You don't have to convince nobody. You don't got to do nothing but obey. Submit, obey. Submit, obey. Have faith. Hey, God, lead the way. My God, Isaiah 40 and 31 says, but those who wait, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not faint. (laughs) They will not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God, I love your word. Now, I don't think that means don't move. Don't do nothing. That just means you need permission from the Lord to know when to move in wisdom. That means remain, stay in the will of God. Let me say that again for some of the baby kids in the back. Remain, stay in the will of God. Believe in him. The first thing that happens is your strength is renewed. Your strength is renewed. Whatever Satan used to make you depressed, filled with anxiety and stress will no longer work. When they gossip about you and say all sorts of things that's cursing your life, your marriage and talking about your kids, ha, it'll bounce right back off. When the bills need to be paid and you're saying, God, I don't know how you're going to make a way, but I know you're going to make a way. You'll say, I know where my help comes from. I'll lift my eyes to the heels because that's where my help comes from. You'll already know it. When people shut the door in your face, God will open up a better one. When they say you won't make it, ha, you'll never stop. When you get tired, you'll be rejuvenated all of a sudden. When they count you out, God will say, tag, you it. Ha, tag, I'm in. Let's go. Pass the baton. You got it, girl. You got it. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't look back because you don't want to get turned into a pillar of stop. You want to look towards the heels which come from your help because your help comes from the Lord. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Your prayer life will become stronger. Your attitude will be adjusted. How many of you guys know that, oh, God cares about your temperance. You can't be going off on sister girl over there because she didn't try you for the last time. Now you're ready to snap, crackle, and pop her upside the head. You cannot be doing that. I need you to stay honorable now. I need you to stay saved. I need you to take it unto the Lord. Hey, but don't even allow them to play these kind of games because God did not make you a footstool either. He said that the enemy is your footstool. He will make those enemies of yours your footstool and he will prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. So you just let God do it, okay? You let him do it and you stay focused on what he's told you to do. What was the first thing that God told you to do? Let's go back to the beginning. That's what he told me. I'm going to need you to take several seats and I'm going to need you to be obedient. What did I tell you to do? You told me to write. You told me to share my testimonies. Testimonies. There's so many things that God has done for me in my life. I 
can no longer sit in silence and not just share. I might not be able to get on a pulpit and preach a whole message. I might not be able to just go through scriptures, uh, rec- just remembering them all and quoting them back to back. But I know that my God is good. I know that my God is healer. I know that my God is a deliverer. I know that he's brought me through. I know he's a mind regulator. This is the God that I serve. I know that he's a God that saved my life. I got hit by a car going 50 miles per hour talks me 60 feet out of both shoes and my gold grill. I only had my right leg fractured in four places. I only broke a thumb. And I healed miraculously within six weeks. I could have been in, I was actually in a wheelchair, a walker. I had a cane and crutches. Tell me why your girl just hopped right on through life, right on through my house, doing all my chores and taking care of my baby the way I needed to be. I have so many testimonies on how I could have been dead, but God said not so. But those that wait upon the Lord shall renew those their strength to trust in the Lord with all their might. Lean not to their own understanding. I don't understand why God allowed me to stay um, present in this world today. But he allowed me to stay here because I have a testimony. I'm a walking, breathing, living testimony on what God can do, how God can take you from your past and use the pain from your past to help you speak life into the people of your future. I never would have thought in a million years that I would have been the type of one to give anybody a testimony and tell anybody on a way that any part of your life could even be better. But now that I look back on my life, I can say glory because there's glory after this. There's so many times that God then saved me from the hand of the enemy. Before I was even known a scripture, before I had even said yes to the Lord, I had not given God my full yes. Now that I think about it, I'm probably just now giving God a full yes because your girl been running from her calling. I've been running from my purpose, running from the fact that every time God does something for me in my life, I needed to testify. That's what kept me from going back. So I would tell my testimonies personally in front of people, whoever God led me to reveal, you know, so that can heal. He also revealed things to me as I shed light on some of the things God had brought me from. That's how I got into this podcast thing. I had so many testimonies that people are like, you know what? I need you to just document these all down because I might need to go through them to see what it is that I need to do. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You let God lead you and you stay, it st- stay in the dwelling place. You will no longer be impatient. You will let patience have its perfect work in you. You will receive that power that you need. You will be able to submit and surrender yourself to God's will and be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. And after you have been filled and the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you will see power to live your life righteously, to testify to other people on what God has done in your life. It should not be a secret. You cannot hide your light under a bushel. You need to let it shine before men. That's why God told me you need to glow through it. Beautiful. You are beautiful. I have given you beauty for all the ashes that you have been through, all the craziness I've been through my been through in my life. I'm going to have to get on here and testify on how the Lord brought me out of the darkness and brought me into the marvelous light where I can see clearly now. I can see that I have purpose. I can see that I have value. There was a time where I didn't think that I was valuable at all. So now that God is telling me to be still and to trust him, 
I'm just like, I didn't have to do this before. I was just walking, you know, but see, I was a baby. I was stumbling. I was falling. I was tripping. I was ducking and dodging the people at the church. I was smoking, you know, I was getting high off all types of things, popping e-pills, two, three, uh, triple stacks a day, drinking, you know, Hennessy tequila straight, having a pack of 100 Newports. I was a whole hot mess trying to do my own thing, walking into self-destruction. But now that I'm on the straight and narrow and God is no longer coming to me in the same way that I know it's a struggle. Your girl is over here squirming in her chair because the process of being still before the Lord, people don't really talk to you about what it takes to actually still yourself. There's been times where I can hear the Holy Spirit nudging me and say, I need you to turn off your TV and I want you to go pray. And I'll get down here to pray and I'll sit down for two minutes and I'll get up and be like, Ooh, let me go turn on a shower. Oh, let me go, uh, watch another sermon real quick. Or let me put on the worship and let, let me do, let me do, let me do. And God's like, I just need you to be still. And you know that I'm God. No, it doesn't always mean don't move. But for me, because I'm always trying to multitask, watch a video after video after video, I'm trying to eat from so many different places. It, how do you, there was a scripture that came to my mind that says forever learning, but never coming into the knowledge of the truth. And, and what that means to me is like, you're forever learning and gaining information, but what are you, um, what are you digesting so that you're able to apply these things unto your life? So when the waves and the, and the wind of the world starts uh, uh, beating toward your house, are you going to fall apart because you're not founded on a firm foundation. I think that was my problem. Just, just gaining, gaining information. I don't want to be that woman that, you know, that don't have the information and the revelation that's needed to walk upright before the Lord. And then when things start going crazy, I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know what to do. I just feel like all hell is breaking loose. But let me tell you something. All hell can break loose, but there's no weapon that is formed against me that shall prosper. Now, see, sometimes we start crumbling. As soon as the weapons form, we're like, oh, the devil got me. I feel a little pressure. Oh, God, the devil has got me. No, 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 no. You need to start declaring a thing. I shall live and I shall not die. The weapons of the Lord, uh, the weapons of my warfare are not carnal. They're mighty through God. Let me pull down this stronghold. The devil do not got me. I am in the shadows of the almighty. Nothing's going to touch me because I'm under my father's wings. So see, this is why you need to be in the dwelling place. He said, when you cast all your cares upon me, the Lord, he will renew your strength. He cares about what you care about. You just need to trust him. The Bible says, come on to me. All those that are heavy, laden, burned down with stress, learn of me and I will give you rest, rest for your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. You need rest, girl. When's the last time you took a nap? (laughs) I don't even take naps, but some of us need to take a whole nap. Like, why are you stressed? Why are you worrying like this? This is a whole situation. Take a nap. Where's the melatonin, please? I was seeking the Lord in my dwelling place this morning, y'all. I'm telling you. And the Holy Spirit literally just, (laughs) he's funny. He deals with me in these ways. Boy, I tell you, I just love the Lord and I just love his word. But he took me to King David's passage in Psalm 91. This is what this this, uh, podcast is founded on. Okay, Psalms 91. He that dwelleth 
in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In him, I will trust. I needed to go to the word because I was trying to figure out why. Why? Why are you feeling so much resistance, Tarnisha? Like your neck and back is hurting. Why are you in so much resistance? And you know already where God is trying to take you. This, this, this is what I do. I have to ask myself these questions. Girl, why? Why are you playing? Why, why are you over here kicking and screaming? Why are you in resistance when you know doggone well that the Lord has the best interest for you? I had to ask myself, why are you feeling all these emotions when it comes to walking in obedience and faith and trusting in God with the next season? You trying to walk into your divine purpose, right? Aren't you trying to live a purpose driven life? Well, Martha, Martha, (laughs) if anybody has read their Bible (laughs) and there was Martha and Mary, okay, and Jesus came to visit and Martha, Martha, oh, Tarnisha, trying to clean the house, trying to get everything all together because Jesus is in the house. I mean, who wouldn't want to get their house prepared for the Lord thy God? You wanted to be together, right? But she was like, God, I'm paraphrasing, guys. Just go read your Bible or Google it. Look for the story about Mary and Martha. So anyway, You know, Martha was like, God, why Mary over there sitting at your feet talking to you? And she, you're not making her help me clean up. Can't you see the dishes from dinner? And he like, Martha, Martha, (laughs) Mary is right where she need to be. Who? At my feet. So she has chosen what is honorable. She has chosen the thing of value. She has chosen what's right for her. Huh? Because the spirit of the Lord will not strive with man always. You better seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. So everything will be added unto you. And be in a place of at his feet of dwelling, of seeking, of asking, of learning, of searching, of just giving him adoration and dwelling right there at the feet of your father. My God, there's no other place that's greater than you. There's no other place that I'd rather be than with you. So then Martha... Why are you over there sweating about these little things? Girl, them dishes going to be there when I go. Them dishes, them dishes can sit there and they can wait. So you choose. It's up to you. He didn't make her do anything. He just said, hey, Mary's right where she need to be. So <laughs> King David talks about in Psalms 91 and 2. I had to really stop there because... <laughs> That's where I'm at right now today. Like, this is a thing about Glow Through Beauty, about Tarnisha Sherelle. This, I'm transparent. And I just, I tell my truth. And I need other people to know, like, it'd be a whole problem. Like, when you're learning how to walk with the Lord and he take you through different seasons. Like, I never had to lean on faith in this way, in this abs- in this aspect. I had other times where I did have to lean on faith, but it was, it was baby food. Now he's trying to give me the meat. And it's so crazy because I'm gonna have to tell y'all this dream that I had y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna also play later on in this clip, or maybe I'll make it a bonus clip. Cause this is probably gonna be a whole hour. I could talk you through a whole shift if y'all just listen, but 
um, I'm going to play a little clip on where I was sharing with my cousin a dream that I had and God was just revealing to me like, <laughs> ah, he spoke to me in a dream and it's so crazy because God will not leave you ignorant and he will always make a way when it seemed to be no way. And when you think you're not hearing from God and you're trying to figure out, uh, <laughs> he'll come in your dreams. Like he'll give you a vision He'll speak audibly to you. He'll have a prophet of the Lord come and speak. You will, if you look and seek for God in everything, I promise you, bro, you'll find him, sis. Um, you just got to know like you know and trust and be still and know that he is God. Like, I don't know how many times I could say that. I mean, I didn't really give testimony, but it is kind of testimony on how God is leading me to dwell in the secret place. Like the whole purpose of God having me make this podcast is to hold me accountable to the vow that I made that I will follow you. I will follow you where you lead me and I will trust you and, and walk by faith and not by sight. And I will be obedient to whatever you tell me to say and whatever you tell me to do. So this was a test, you know, I'm the first glow through beauty. See your ministry is you. It's how God deals with you. It's how God teaches you. But you ministering from a place of the overflow, the place of where, you know, <laughs> the place of where God is circumcising, the place where he's cutting away. This is the best place because when you're vulnerable before the Lord and before his people, you can see that the walk with God, it's a beautiful thing. The, his burden is light. His yoke is easy. It's not hard to go through life with the Lord. But see, it's hard to glow through, go through life by yourself on the enemy's camp. I mean, the burdens be so heavy that you be facing suicide. You be self-mutilating. I used to be there too, cutting my arm every time I dealt with abandonment. Every time somebody left me or they abused me or they manipulated me and they did me wrong, I will cut my own flesh, y'all, to punish myself because I blamed myself for other people mistreating me. I blamed myself. I said I wasn't good enough. I didn't do enough. I wasn't kind enough. But I don't got to do all that. God loves me. He loved me before I even knew what love was. He loved me so much that he gave his only begotten son. He loved me when I couldn't figure out my identity, where I was confused, I was lost. I was hearing multiple voices in my head. I was hearing chatters and God loved me. He don't look at my mind and all the shenanigans going on in my head. He looks at the condition of my heart. You know, people always say that though. You know, God knows my heart. Yeah, he said it's continuously wicked, bro. Sis, your heart don't mean you well. You don't want to be guided by that. Your emotions is tied into that. You don't want to be serving God from a soulish realm. So my purpose of my blog, my podcast, and my life is just to be led by Holy Spirit. Man, there's not a greater place that I'd rather be. God, it's been so good to me. He didn't have to bring me off the streets from prostitution. He didn't have to heal me from mind confusion, being double-minded. He didn't have to take me from a place of brokenness and make me whole. I'm still healing from all the damage that I caused, but he loved me despite of all of my disobedience. All the times where he said, don't touch that, it's hot. And I said, well, let me see, burnt, <laughs> burnt. 
You know what I mean? Like, he's such a good God. He's such a good father. Like, I can't even get to the scripture because it just hits me. It just hits me in such a tender place that God is just so good. So (laughs) let me just give you this and I'll let y'all go because I'm just, I feel the presence of the Lord and I'm going to just go back into the secret place because that's where my safety is. That's where my covering is. That's where he keeps me. That's where he keeps me. That's where he shields me. That's where I'm protected at. That's where I can think clear. That's where I have my peace that surpasses all understanding. And I don't even know why I get to a place of doubting. I shall not doubt. I will trust you, God. I will follow you everywhere you lead me, God. I'll go. Whatever you say, say, God, I'll say. Whatever you say, speak, I will speak, Father. In the name of Jesus. So every woman that doubts you, every woman that thinks that she can't hear you, I command every lie of the enemy to stop whispering chatters now in the mighty name of Jesus I bind you and I loose the perfect love of God over her mind will and emotions I declare that she can hear you she just needs to pay attention to the way you speak God so if you're speaking to that woman through her pen father let her write and read what that says the Lord if you speak into that woman in her dream God let her dream God and remember them and write them down and be a good steward God of the dream If you're speaking to that woman, God, in a vision where she's awake, Lord God, and she's spending time with her family, you just take her into another realm and you show her what it is that she shall do. God, let her see. Open up. Blinded eyes open up. Deaf ears open now. In the mighty name of Jesus, spirit of condemnation, go now. There is now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. That woman that feels like she just can't come to you because she's made too many mistakes. I command every lie from the enemy to go now back to the pit where you came from Satan you a lie there's no truth in you and my God is truth he is the truth the way and the life and a depart from him there is no other so sis I say keep shining keep glowing in these dark places you keep pressing towards the mark which is your highest calling in Christ Jesus and God I thank you for her purpose I thank you for her destiny I thank you for where you're taking her I thank you father for showing her Lord God, that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty that dwelleth. The TH at the end means to continuously, continuously remain there. Sis, don't move. Remain there. Stay in the secret place. Don't pluck yourself out. Stay in the dwelling place. I don't care if you don't know what to say. You better call upon the name of Jesus. Ask him to come into your heart, to live in you, to fill you with the Holy Spirit, to give you a new birth. In the name of Jesus, ask him to give you that prayer language so you can pray mysteries, things that no man can understand. But you're speaking the language of angels, the language of God, where there's just he taking the deep things from your heart and he's intercessing for you. Ask him for your prayer language. It's your keeping power. That's what brings back everything to remembrance. That's what helps you give you strength to keep going. That secret place. Stay there. Remain there. Don't move. That means to have a life in continual fellowship with your heavenly father (laughs) without a need to be seen by others. 
when you have been taught a performance-based relationship, looking for approval of others, man, that's something that you really don't want to get caught up in. That's a scary trap. You don't want to get caught up in that. I've did it. I won't do it again. No more performance-based. I want true relationship, not religion, not legalism, not skepticism. And I don't want to be a Pharisee or a Sadducee. I want to be led by your spirit, God. Lead us, guide us by your spirit, God, so we can worship you in spirit and in truth. You don't need to be seen. What God sees you do in private, he will reward you open and openly. See, sometimes when you come from Pentecostal church, it's almost like you've been in a, a battle of the praises because who can pray the loudest, who can shout the loudest, who is a whole match. Oh, yes. Praise. You can get a breakthrough from praise. And I'm not saying that either. But if you have developed a personal secret relationship with the Lord, not to where you don't tell anybody, you better scream from the mountaintop what God has done. But I'm talking about your prayer life, your good deeds. You don't got to let, let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, because whatever God sees you do in secret, he will reward you openly. God, so you can get the glory. Lord, I love you. I love your word. I love your word. You don't want to end up in performance space. Let your relationship with God be personal. Let it be intimate. You don't need to seek approval from men. Abide. Abide. (laughs) Abide. My God. Abide under the shadows of the Almighty. Accept in accordance the rule and the decision that was recommended for you. It was recommended (laughs) that you stay in the dwelling, in communion with the Lord in this place where you find safety under the shadows of the Almighty. It's such a powerful thing just to be shielded by the Lord. Under his wings is a hiding place where that mental torment can't dwell there. That anxiety can't stay. The depression's got to go. Your refuge is that place of safety where no harm shall come near your dwelling. It's a secret place. It's a fortress, a place of security where God will come to your defense. You can trust God. (laughs) Why do we worry? I will say of the Lord that you are my God and in you I will trust. One thing that I keep on hearing is let your patience have its perfect work in you. Take it one small act of faith at a time and be obedient to the nudging of the Holy Spirit. Let him reveal it so he can heal it. Pay attention because their deliverance is in your details. Focus on the hidden truth from your past and it will direct you to the audience of your future. Keep dwelling in the secret places and you'll gain confidence you need to live a fulfilling, purposeful life. And then you will be seen, heard, understood, and most importantly, you'll be more self-aware. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Glow Through It in the dwelling place. 
I started a podcast. If you like what you heard today, don't forget, communicate with me down in these little um, area down below in the podcast. Share this video with your friends if sis need to learn how to stop struggling because the struggle is not real. You may just be rejecting, rebelling, okay? The move that God is trying to do in your life. So y'all keep going through a beauty each and every day. Keep God first and don't forget to pray. I love you guys. Until next time.